An IRS whistleblower in the Hunter Biden probe has come out and said that he was stopped in pursuing leads into the president of the United States. We're going to talk about the details of this case and the Hunter Biden situation today on the left wing. My name is Desmond Price, the host of the Independent Thought Podcast, joined by my co-hosts, Dr. Erica of Cocktails and Capitalism and John Cooper of Counterpoint Politics. So the Hunter Biden scandal as one that has been dominating the news cycle kind of in and out for a few years now. So I wanted to take a moment here to talk about it today on the left wing, particularly where we're at currently for those who might know a little bit about the case or might not know them that much about the case at all, is that Hunter Biden was recently charged with a couple of crimes. We're going to talk about specifically what those crimes were a little bit later. But first, an IRS whistleblower came out recently and did a sit down with CBS News talking about how he wasn't able to fully investigate the president's son as well as he would like to. We're going to play that video for you right now. Now to a CBS News exclusive with the first television interview with IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley since he spoke with lawmakers last month. A lead investigator in the Hunter Biden case tells CBS's Jim Axelrod that he felt the president's son received preferential treatment and in a stunning claim says that he was blocked from pursuing leads that could have led to the president himself. If this was any other person, they likely would have already served their sentence. Gary Shapley was a lead IRS supervisory agent in Operation Sportsman, the investigation into Hunter Biden. Shapley said he uncovered conduct that warranted more serious charges. There were personal expenses that were taken as business expenses. Prostitutes, sex club memberships, hotel rooms for purported drug dealers. How much did Hunter Biden owe in taxes? So from 2014 to 2019, it was $2.2 million. The back taxes were paid off. And last week, the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware, David Weiss, reached an agreement with Hunter Biden. The president's son would admit to a firearm charge and plead guilty for his failure to pay taxes. If a judge signs off, the deal means no jail time. Testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence. And Shapley told lawmakers that U.S. attorney Weiss was blocked from bringing stronger charges. But U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said last week that Weiss was not. I'm saying he was given complete authority to make all decisions on his own. I documented exactly what happened, and it doesn't seem to match what the attorney general or the U.S. attorney are saying today. Shapley provided lawmakers this contemporaneous email he wrote after an October meeting last year. Shapley says Weiss told him the opposite, that Weiss is not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. It was just shocking to me. Shapley, who is still working for the IRS, told us that even before President Biden took office, he was directed to avoid leads involving Hunter's father. There were certain investigative steps that we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to President Biden. And you wanted to take them? We needed to take them. And you weren't allowed to take them? That's correct. So kind of going further into the story a little bit, there were some parts that were not included in that video, but were further uh, layered below in the CBS article. And I'll have that article linked here in the episode description for those who want to read more about the article in detail. And there's a political article as well, I'll link down there for those who want to know more about all the background information here, because I think there's a, actually too much for us to cover in this one video. I might have to come back to this another time, but particularly in the CBS article. Shapley, who is still in a supervisory role, special agent for the IRS, says he was prevented from pursuing any leads involving Joe Biden and saying that which bore the subject line expectations 
and outlined a provisional agreement for equity in the deal with the Chinese energy company. Two of Hunter Biden's former business partners who received the message told CBS News that the line in the email, 10 held by H for the big guy, was shorthand for 10% held by Hunter Biden for his father. Now, Shapley told CBS News that his efforts to look further into money trails that involved dad or the big guy were blocked by a senior prosecutor working for Weiss. I would say that they limited certain investigative leads that could have potentially provided information on the president of the United States, Shapley said. Now, in particular, one of the things that they were referencing was the fact that they did, in fact, procure a text message that has been authenticated by the FBI as belonging to Hunter Biden. I'm going to put that text message up on the screen now where it reads, I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand and not mean and not means tonight. Terrible Hunter. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you or the chairman, I will make sure that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. So for those who might be a little confused about this, you know, as far as like Hunter Biden situation here, this is particularly his dealings with a Chinese energy company while Joe Biden was the vice president during the Obama administration. So Hunter Biden was involved with this company called CFBC. It was a China energy company. And the allegation here is that Hunter Biden used his family's name to, in fact, extract money from this Chinese energy company. So from this political article, it says that the executive from this Chinese energy company was helping Hunter and his associates, including Joe Biden's brother, James Biden, further their business interests with the Chinese energy conglomerate. The exchange implies that Hunter was concerned he would be shut out of a lucrative opportunity uh, with the company in which, according, according to the IRS agent Shapley, millions of dollars were at stake. The company was at the forefront of the Chinese President Xi Jinping's Belt and Road Initiative, which earned the nickname uh, for this for the energy company associated involved, the Belt and Road Billionaire, for his success. So that brings me all to this. When it comes to this story, we have a president's son here allegedly trading on his father's name and using his father's influence to interact with the Chinese energy company, allegedly, again, in order to extract wealth from this company. Again, none of this has been proven yet, but this is the investigation that's ongoing. The DOJ has said that they are still investigating ties into this, even though this one portion of the investigation has been wrapped up. There's still another separate investigation ongoing. Should we be paying attention more to this story? Is this story worth talking about? Like, is the son of the president potentially being corrupt and using his father's name a big deal? What do you think, John? I think that, so there, there's two two ways to think about this. One, do I think it's a big deal that should be worth investigating? Yes. Do I think that, Joe Biden was actually working with Hunter to extort these people? No. But that doesn't mean it's not worth investigating. I think that the whistleblower saying, and it's hard to be a whistleblower, you know? So anyone who comes forward as a whistleblower 
usually like has a good reason to. And if they were being stopped from pursuing these leads, I think that is something that everyone from the left and the right should be upset about because there's absolutely yeah. no reason that that should be happening, whether or not the leads would have read, led to Joe Biden did this or not, right? Like that is wrong if it is yeah. true. However, I don't, I, I don't think that Joe Biden, a career politician, a squeaky clean career politician who clearly, if he wanted to like, if he was corrupt, had been able to do so in a pretty pristine manner without getting caught. I don't think that he has Hunter fucking cocaine head prostitutes in the hotel room Hunter going out and doing deals for him. Like that just, it doesn't pass the smell test for me. I think that this is a situation of uh, a rich kid saying, my daddy's going to sue you if you don't do what I want. Like like that's that's exactly what this feels like to me. But I could be wrong, and it is worth investigating. What do you think, Erica? I I mean, I definitely that makes a lot of sense to me. I agree with you. Um, I anytime that there is, you know, financial dealings that are um, potentially very very corrupt, having to do with the president's family, that is absolutely something that we have to look into, and that is, you know, it is not something that we've kind of gotten a little bit used to that with uh, the Trump family and all of their dealings all around the world. Um, But yeah, it just, it's upsetting to me because I just thinking about how the right wing media is going to spin all of this and use this and, and we're never going to hear the end of it because, you know, like we still haven't heard, heard the end of Hillary's emails and Trump has boxes and boxes of military secrets, you know, um, so I, I, it's just depressing to hear about this kind of shit um, from the Democrat side as well. I mean, I, we know it happens. We already knew that there are a lot of like, you know, corrupt financial dealings within the Democrats. And I don't know if I think that it seems like it would be too risky of a uh, thing to get involved in for Biden, who is so high profile and it doesn't. Yeah, I. I agree with you there completely, John. Um, but who knows? I mean, there, there's so much corruption within government, right, right, right or left, red or blue, um, that we have to take all whistleblower claims like this seriously and investigate them. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that that connection to Biden won't be um, confirmed and that he, he was doing this somewhat on behalf of Biden and to try to enrich him as well. But um, yeah, we just have to wait and see what comes out about this. You know, I, I mentioned this last week when we were talking about the Delaware story, you know, and, and Johnny, you were here for that conversation. Erica, you, you weren't here for that conversation. I, I think it's incredibly important, you know, for a show that called itself the left wing to not put on the blinders when it comes to talking about potential corruption involving democratic politicians. I think it's actually even more important for us to have this conversation because let's talk about it for what it is. If this was Trump, wouldn't hesitate to talk about the story. Wouldn't hesitate. You know, we would be jumping all over it. And so I I just want to just lay the facts out there so that people know what's going on. And when you see corruption happening in many levels of the government, it's just for me personally, individually here, I have a hard time 
telling myself like, oh yeah, that couldn't happen. Of course it could. What are we talking about? Like the former president was open and brazen about his corruption. We see it now with the Supreme Court. We see it in the legislative branch all the time. I mean, corruption is kind of the American way, you know? And <laughs> when you go a little bit deeper into it, you know, there was actually more of the whistleblower had come out and said, saying that, you know, if you remember the right-wing media going is absolutely ham talking about the Hunter Biden laptop story. Well, it does in fact seem, and, and it's always, always sucks when you have to hear this, that maybe Fox News was right or, or yeah. might be right. It's always a little weird to have that come out of my mouth. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does seem as though the FBI, in fact, knew about the laptop in November of 2019, a full year before it ever became a story nationally. And at that point in time, they had concluded that there was no tampering on the laptop itself, which is important because uh, around the time of the election, the story was in fact uh, dismissed by former intelligence officials who all signed a letter saying that the laptop had all the classic earmarks of a Russian disinformation campaign to hurt the president going into the 2020 election. But we now know that the FBI knew a year earlier that there wasn't any tampering on the laptop. So that does look bad. The FBI division that's also uh, investigates foreign spies was involved in this probe and agents wanted to search the Biden's home, but were blocked because of quote unquote optics. Now, this is all again, according to that same whistleblower who we just saw uh, in the video for CBS. And since that time, uh, Vox has come out and reported that there's been no Russian disinformation involving Hunter's laptop. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Facebook, has expressed regrets about suppressing that story on Facebook and Instagram around the 2020 election. The New York Times, The Washington Post, and Politico have all been reporting about it. So it just... I'm of the mind that I, I'm not saying... President Biden is directly involved in this, but there is no part of me that would be surprised. None. Yeah, yeah it, a couple things. One, you know, just hearing all of this about how this was blocked, you know, right before the election, it makes me think, what the fuck did Hillary do <laughs> to have that investigation announced a couple weeks before the election? Like that, that yeah. like I oh, genuinely yeah. believe that that yeah. investigation did crush her. And <sighs> I, it, it blows my mind that it ever happened, especially knowing that these mechanisms are definitely in place to protect that sort of thing. Um, yeah, but, yeah. you know, secondary, uh, my, you know, more than that, I think that, like, this is a great distinction between the left and the right in that we're sitting here. And again, we're not everyone on the left, but I think most people on the left, especially as far left as we are, are like yeah no if they did fucking crimes they did fucking crimes and they should go to jail i there's a there's like a <laughs> strong part of me that like is a little bit like i'm glad that he's getting fucking like charged at all you know like anytime that a rich and powerful person gets charged with white collar white collar crimes it, we celebrate over here you know no matter who mm -hmm. it is um mm -hmm. but like over on the right it is not that way over on the right they're <laughs> like yeah hunter biden you know biden crime family they're all corrupt but no, Trump was just showing them newspaper clippings. <laughs> like, like, yeah. even, though, even though there's like, like, again, there's clearly more evidence on the Trump side. It's just like, yeah. you can't have it both ways. And like, let's not forget, 
which party just cut the IRS funding to like go after people like Hunter Biden? Yeah. It wasn't the fucking totally. Democrats. Like, like you can't yeah. hold the position that this is a serious crime that like needs to be investigated and held to the fullest extent of the law just because it's a fucking Democrat and not think that we need to give the IRS more money and more power to go after all of these rich people who are doing this shit all the fucking time. Like, like at, at least be fucking consistent. Because if you can be consistent with this, we will join you and we will yeah. parade down fucking uh, Pennsylvania Avenue and like, like get this done. But like, it's not, you know? Yeah, and I think the, the final point that I just wanted to make was we're releasing this video, uh, this episode, you know, if you listen to it on Spotify, uh, we're releasing this episode on the 4th of July week. And it just, it reminds me about all the times where, especially people who are more, a little more conservative, people a little more, you know, on the right, talk about how we all need to be just proud of, you know, being an American. It's like almost like this, this forced patriotism, like, oh, like aren't you proud to be an American? And we don't want you t talking about all the all the bad things that America does in schools because then people won't love the country as much. It's like you absolutely need to be talking about these stories. It, it is important to tell the whole story when it comes to our country, because I, I think we have this idea that, you know, a president just wouldn't like you see it with people who, who believe in Trump. Right. Like they don't believe that their president could ever do something like this. And I think to a large degree, people feel the same way about Joe Biden. They don't think that he could be involved in something like this. But I think it's about time that we come to the conclusion that, like I was saying before, this type of corruption, these types of dealings, there's nothing proven here. It's all allegations. But there does seem to be a lot of coincidences that politicians just keep finding themselves in, in and around corruption. So maybe there's a little bit of truth to it. Mm -hmm.